Hey, everybody. This is the As You Go podcast, helping parents like you disciple your kids as you go. Welcome to Series 1, Episode 1 of the As You Go podcast. Over the next five episodes, we are diving deep into the basics of what we call the gospel. Since the goal of this podcast is to help parents disciple their kids, and since discipleship is all about leading people to grow in the truth of the gospel, then we better be sure we know what that gospel is. You see, the word gospel means good news, so we need to know what the good news is and why it's good. So that's what we're doing in this episode of As You Go. So we are going to break the gospel into five parts, and we're going to try to do it in sort of a memorable way. The way we're going to remember these parts of the gospel is with the er sound. Er. Now, I know that seems weird, but for each part of the gospel, we have a word that ends with er. Let me explain. It goes like this. God is our maker. Sin is our failure. Jesus is our Savior, repentance and faith is our answer, and eternal life is our pleasure. You hear all those errs? Well, those errs are going to help us remember the good news of the gospel. So don't worry, we're going to take it one at a time in small steps so that it's easy to remember. So let's begin with the first one. God is our maker. Say that with me one time. God is our maker. All right, one more time, really loud together. God is our maker. Good for you. Thanks for participating. Have you ever made anything that you were really proud of? Like maybe an art or a craft project? Or maybe a drawing or a song or a poem? It feels really good to have made something new, especially if it turns out good. Once a long time ago, I was in an art class, and we had to make something out of clay. And for some reason, I decided to make a clay prairie dog. I spent days carefully shaping the clay with my hands, and the more I shaped, the cuter it got. I painted it, and then the teacher fired it to make it hard and permanent. And the result was a super adorable clay prairie dog that I was super proud of. I was so proud, in fact, that I gave it to my girlfriend, who's now my wife. While that's probably one of the weirdest gifts ever, she really liked my little clay prairie dog. I was proud of my creation. It felt good to make something that turned out the way that I wanted it. You see, the very beginning of the Bible is all about God making and creating. It is really cool to read and imagine. The first book of the Bible is called Genesis, which actually means beginning. And it even starts with the words, in the beginning. It tells us the incredible and beautiful way that God created and made everything that we know in our world. In fact, Genesis 1, 1 through 3 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light and there was light. Imagine that with me for just a second. Imagine nothing. That's hard to do, right? It's hard to describe what nothingness was would be, but the Bible tells us that God took what was formless, what was shapeless, what was purposeless and empty. God took nothingness 
and he made it into something. He created. From nothing came everything because of the power of God. That's amazing. The verse tells us that there wasn't even light until God spoke and created it. Out of the words of God, things popped into being. God's word brings shape and form and purpose and life. He is a God who speaks and everything comes together according to his words. Genesis chapter 1 goes on continuing to describe God speaking and things coming into being. In the chapter, it says that God speaks and there's the sky. God speaks and there's land and water. God speaks and there are all kinds of plants. God speaks and there are stars and planets in the sky. God speaks and there are sea creatures and fish and then birds and then all kinds of animals and creatures that walk along the freshly created earth that he has made. And God looks at all that he has made and he says that it is good. He is a good creator. He has done good work. Now, there is much more to be said about God being our maker, but before that, it's time for our verse of the day. Today's verse is going to be read to us by Sam Funk in Parker, Colorado. Today's verse is Psalm 33, verses 6 through 9. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. That was our verse of the day. Psalm 33, 6-9. Lots of psalms, which are kind of poems or songs written about God in our Bible, are about the amazing power of God shown to us through all that He has made. God is our Maker, and He is a good Creator. So, back to Genesis 1. God has created the whole world, including the galaxies and other planets and stars and oceans and mountains and fish and birds and all other animals. But he's not done. He has more to make. Genesis 1 verses 26 through 27 says this, Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God took special care to create people, to create us. Unlike the rest of God's creation, people are meant to reflect and show some of what God is like which is one of the reasons that humans are uniquely capable of being creative. Our creative God gave us some of his creativity, which is why I can create a perfectly sculpted prairie dog from clay, but no prairie dogs are making sculptures of me. People have a special place in God's creation. As the verse said, we are meant to be in charge of the rest of what God created. But, We are not meant to be God. He still stands above us as our maker. 
Now it's time for a fun, weird Bible fact in a segment I like to call... But anyway... The Bible covers approximately 4,100 years of human history from the time there are people. That's a long time. And here's the even crazier part. Just considering the history of the people that are recorded in the book of Genesis, that one single book of the Bible covers well over 2,000 years of history. That's right. Over half of the history that the Bible covers is in the very first book, Genesis. Pretty cool. But anyway, but anyway, God is our maker. It's just plain amazing to think of. But what are we supposed to do with that knowledge? Well, I think there are a couple of major things for us to take away from this one basic part of the gospel, that God is our maker. First of all, it shows us that God is powerful. Nothing and nobody else could do what he has done. Just look out your window for a moment. Look at the sky, the animals, the clouds, even the simple leaves of the trees. All of those things are amazing, and none of them were made by people. Only God is powerful enough to create the way that he does. Secondly, what we read about God as our maker in Genesis 1 shows us that God is good. He made all of what we see around us in nature, and what he made is good. And then he took special care to make us and care for us and to show himself to us. That is a good God. Thirdly, I think it's important for us to understand that when we think of God as our maker, we see that God is not like us. He may have made us in his image, but he is so far above us. God isn't a person. He is the maker of all people. He isn't limited by the things that limit us. He isn't ever fearful or out of control. He doesn't make mistakes. He's the one in charge, and he deserves that authority because he has made it all. He is above us as our maker. Another psalm, Psalm 8, verses 3 to 4, says this, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, and the moon and the stars which you have set in place, What is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? That's an amazing thought, isn't it? If God is the incredible and powerful creator of our whole world and even us, then how amazing is it that he actually cares for us? As we close out today's episode, parents, I want to encourage you to, at some point today, Take a moment to discuss the amazing creation of God with your kids. Point out to them things that you see around you and how wonderfully made they are. Ask your kids, maybe even right now, what they think it means for God to be powerful and good. How have they seen God's power in the world? How have they seen His goodness? How have you? Explain to them how you have. Finally, sometime later today, maybe read together Psalm chapter 8, verses 3-4. to And I'll close us out with this one quick prayer. God, we are thankful that you are such a good creator, God. Help us to see your goodness all around us in what you have made. Thank you for being our maker and for caring for us so well. Amen. 
Thanks so much for joining us for part one of our gospel series of Er Words, God is Our Maker. Special thanks to Cody McNutt for some of the source material and to Sam for reading our verse of the day. If you would like to be featured in a future episode reading the verse of the day, get your mom or dad to record you and send it to us. You can find out more about our church at www.aspengrovechurch.org, including contact info. I'm Matt Funk, and we'll see you next time on As You Go.